Welcome back to News and Views. We get a chance now. We're going to get this chance to visit with two people that are out there advocating, make, not making a doggone buck doing it, uh, but yet doing the right thing uh, when it comes to the Northwest landowners. Troy Coons heads up uh, that organization. Uh, and Derek Broughton has done legal work for them for years. Um, I've had a chance to to visit with both of them, and there's some issues coming up that I want to make sure you're aware of, and I think they want to make sure you're aware of. Troy, good to have you back on News and Views. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate it. Derek, always good to have you on. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Let's talk a little bit. Troy, I'm going to let you kick it off. Uh, explain to people what legislation is coming uh, uh, tomorrow and Friday that, that they're looking at. All right. Well, tomorrow, um, there's a couple different ones that we're watching. One of them is um, Senate Bill 2251. And one that we brought forward is Senate Bill 2313. And those are ones we wanted people to be aware of. Then on Friday, there is 2228, which is a Senate bill, and 2317, which is a Senate bill. And then there's a few others um, that you should be watching two, three, one, four. But Troy, two, let me let me just stop you there. Nobody knows this yep. the numbers. Yep. Describe yep. to people what the bills do so they know. And the only reason I said that is so they could look it up. Okay. To make it simpler because not everybody's versed on how to look that stuff right. up. Right. But just so, give me a breakdown you. of what these bills do. Okay. Um, the two, three, one, three is what we call market value adder. So, in the current environment a lot of the projects use eminent domain to make them happen and so as a farmer rancher property owner you buy your land it's part of your business plan it's basically most of our RRAs, our retirement plans the key portion of our business if you go through an eminent domain process and the jury or the judge determines that your property is worth a thousand dollars an acre and the company pays you a thousand dollars an acre this bill then would add to that amount. And right now we have an additional 33% added in, so it would go to $1,333. Reason being, I can sell my land any given day at market price. You know, and if I haven't sold it, it isn't part of my business plan and business structure. And so it affects my business. This is something to offset that so you can continue your business and do other things. Well, and that's... And we're going to get into the legality of this in in a second. That's why it's good that Derek joined us. But keep going, Troy. Just keep going down okay. the list. Yeah. All righty. And then uh, 2251 is a pre-condemnation survey, and that's where companies can come onto your land and do what they need to do. And I'll let Derek explain more on that one. And then the other one, which has been hanging around for several years now, is poor space. Uh, every which direction, that's an issue again here for CO2 storage and gas storage. First day I walked into the Capitol, wasn't in the, the, the Capitol 10 minutes, and I had people ask me, what's the percentage that you guys will agree to so projects can move forward in the state? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they said, well, for the amalgamation, and which is another term for taking, what percent of the property can we take and you guys would agree to? And I said, that's not what I have the authority to do. Our Constitution says you need to get 100%. I can't negotiate on that. We just got done going through the court process, and that was how it was ruled. So a lot of edginess, anger there, people still looking at doing taking. Um, 
we had asked Derek to look into a legal way that this could happen without having to go back to court because everybody's telling us, well, take this bill 2065 and take these other ones that are out there, take them to court. You most likely win. Well, our goal is not to stop projects. Our, our members want these projects, but they don't want to be taken. They don't want their right to a, a, a jury trial of their peers taken away. They don't want the Industrial Commission determining their protections and what they get paid. Um, you know, they want to do the free market system, and so we come up with what we think is an avenue and a proven way to do that. So I, I want to kick it to you now, Derek, because it, he said some pretty important things there to me. Uh, number one, access to your land uh, without approval to access your land. The other one, you know, the port space. When when you look at the 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 very things that you fought, <laughs> that you went to court over, now they're trying to be be taking. It's a takings. Now they're trying to do it again, just legislatively does this flow? I mean, the courts have already ruled they can't do it. Explain to me how this can work, Derek. Well, that's really the point. And I think, you know, it's confusing um, to me why I I would think that the industry would um, support this idea because it's true. The courts have said that this use of the poor space or these uses of the poor space are a physical invasion. And as a physical invasion, it's a per se taking. And that means that it's a taking. The courts have said it. The North Dakota Supreme Court said it. And so what I was trying to do on the request of Northwest landowners is say, okay, well, how can you change this so that it is constitutional? And in some ways, that's an easy answer. It's eminent domain. We, we, we allow takings. And what I've always said to landowners is, the law doesn't say, and the Constitution doesn't say, the government can't take private property. It says you can't take private property without paying just compensation, and it says it has to be for a public use. And we have processes that have been set up for centuries to deal with this, and it's the eminent domain process. And so because it's a taking, again, it's not that they can't do it, and it's not that eminent domain isn't a thing. It's just that there's a tried and true constitutional process for doing that. And so the legislation that I worked on and drafted was to make these projects all, you know, put them on the same footing as every other project in the state that's using eminent domain. Anyone from Dakota Access to your local water line is using eminent domain to get these projects done. And so it just puts all these poor space projects on the same footing as any other project and they just need to use eminent domain like anyone else if that's what they're doing well and and therein lies the point right they have to deem whether or not a private industry getting access to your land is something worthy of giving away north dakotans rights it's it's no different to me you guys than what's being debated about Summit Carbon Solutions. Had word gotten out that they had access to the use of eminent domain in the very beginning as they inject this CO2 into land, had word gotten out about that, there's a lot of guys who would tile their field that'd be sitting there going, man, I'm getting wiped out here. There's a lot of guys that would say, you know, wait a second, if you would have just routed here, we could have made this work easier. Instead, now, the the landowner themselves is part of a discussion. And it seems to me, Troy, that that is what the Northwest landowners have always been about. 
not against progress, but saying you can't do this to us unless we're part of that discussion. You and I both know that people walking around those hallways in Bismarck have way deeper pockets than you guys do. You and I both know that they are some of the biggest lobbyists in the world. You give $50 million to the uh, Teddy Roosevelt Library, Troy Coons isn't going to do that. You don't have it to give. Fair to say? Fair to say. All right. Stick around. We like I want to talk in 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? You're my neighbor, and that matters. So so my window is really short to visit with Troy Coons and Derek Broughton. Now, who are they? Well, Troy uh, is the chairman of the Northwest Landowners Association, and Derek is the attorney uh, that's uh, definitely taken on you know, the giant for them, and David got him. He got Goliath, and so now they're sitting there trying to find legislative ways to get around that lawsuit. Uh, Troy, the you know, let, let's just make sure we tell people why. Well, not why, but what. What they can do to advocate on behalf of landowners here. Because as, you've, as you've, you have pointed out, it isn't just the Northwest landowners. This could happen in their backyard. So who do they need to call? What do they need to do, Troy? Well, reach out to your um, representatives and your senators because this can happen in Hankinson or it can happen in Crosby. Um, these things, it's all across the state, the takings, it's a trend of taking, taking, you know, there's 90 some percent of the land in North Dakota is owned by farmers and ranchers and property owners. And instead of treating us as a partner or a host to these projects, the mood is to take, take, take. So we are not against these projects, but we need to follow the constitution, be treated as a partner. And so we can have the best developments possible, you know. In, in these bills we're talking about, the term amalgamation, it's taking. So if they take 40% of the project, for those 40%, it's 100% taking of their land. And then the Industrial Commission is deciding your protections, takes away your right to a jury trial. And so it, it's just unconstitutional. They shouldn't be able to do that. We need the numbers. I've been told this Friday when we're talking about some of these poor space bills that I listened that multiple entities are bringing an army of lawyers and lobbyists and such and there'll just be a couple of us there we need your support and so please check on those bills please uh, call us or your legislators you know we want projects to happen not against them but it needs to be done properly Uh, derek i want to kick this to you too before we end up having to break because i don't think it it's it's idle and I don't think it's a threat if if you basically say, look, we've done this before. Don't put us in a position where we have to do it again. Uh, are some of the things that we're proposing here unconstitutional under North Dakota law and constitution? Yeah, I mean, basically the amalgamation process that they have set up is unconstitutional for the same reasons that the legislation the Supreme Court struck down is unconstitutional. And it's because it authorizes a physical invasion without payment of just compensation, and that's unconstitutional. And so um, the, the projects attempting to use those laws are not, you know, going it's a cleaner process for them just to use eminent domain the way these bills are proposing than it is to end up in litigation, not just about what just compensation is, but about whether the entire regulatory structure is constitutional to begin with. And I don't understand why anyone wants to have that fight when we can fix it now. 
Well, and that's the point, isn't it? Uh, you know, when uh, Troy, when you go in and you testify to these folks, do you hear a listening ear? They might not be friend, they might be foe, but do they get it when you talk to them? There are some that do, some that do not listen, that already have preconceived ideas, and some it's just confusing as heck to them because when they respond back to you, you can tell they don't get it. And then they just say, well, take it to court. And I'm like, but you took an oath to be here. We can solve this now instead of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars slowing down projects and causing all this angst for the citizens of North Dakota. Boom. That is how you end a conversation like this. Guys, thanks. Derek, uh, thanks for taking on a cause and fighting it when I know that you're not even making much of a buck doing it. Troy, even more so to you. The time that the Northwest landowners volunteer to helping all of us is amazing. But appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you bet. it, Joel. Take care. You bet. Now, understand this from my standpoint. We could sell a whole lot more ads to the oil industry than we could to the Northwest landowners. But that isn't the way this show rolls. That isn't what we do here. We make sure that Troy and his organization's side gets heard. Period. Plain and simple. Now, some people are just locked in, including legislators, based on whatever, whatever Ron Ness and the oil industry say. And it shouldn't be ruled by whether or not you gave $50 million to a library like Harold Ham did.